Hey guys, welcome back to another episode on the All Things Strength and Wellness podcast. Today I'm going to go over some uh, body composition uh, programs and templates, but before I get into that, I just want to uh, go over the program design or the structure of the uh, the warm-ups, the uh, jumps and our plyos, med balls, and the linear and multi-directional speed work, because I feel over the last few podcasts I don't know people might have went away very uh, sort of confused with how I was doing that and again I'll try and get these up in some sort of format like in a PDF so people can actually see what I'm talking about but essentially what I have is a template so I have a beginner template work capacity template body composition template hypertrophy template max strength template explosive strength template elastic reactive, elastic reactive strength template and then finally a speed a linear speed and multi-directional speed template and then linear can be broken down to acceleration or absolute speed focus um, and I've actually named all of those biomotor qualities in the order that they should be developed with regards to uh, their position on the athletic development hierarchy that I've spoken about before so uh, just uh, what I'm going to do is uh, what, what, what I've actually done before is I've made these sort of uh, warm-ups if you will like the warm-ups the jumps plyos med balls speed work kind of off templates i've seen from al vermeil so al kind of had this thing where he would focus with regards to linear speed he'd focus on zero to ten linear acceleration then he'd go on and focus on zero to twenty linear acceleration then he'd focus on uh 30 meter uh a uh, 30 meter linear sprint then 40 meter linear sprint and essentially al would be like if you're in a kind of a zero to ten sort of emphasis you're really kind of focusing on you know that starting strength that absolute to relative strength if you're kind of in that 0 to 20 you're kind of in more of rate of force development explosive strength if you're in that kind of 0 to 30 you're starting to get more into elastic reactive strength stuff and when you start hitting 30 plus meters up to 40 meters or, or even more you're kind of more into true speed and that maybe we do some not only 40 meter sprints but maybe some even fly 30s and stuff like that so uh I'm gonna go through how we'd set it up for you know a beginner program, also work capacity, um, body comp hypertrophy, max strength, explosive strength, elastic strength, and then we'll also look at the um, you know absolute speed, multi-directional speed, and whatnot. So let's just say we have a beginner who who has poor development of all the biomotor quality. So he just has a basic beginner template. So let's say this is this is a, a sort of a, a structure of a warm up. Now when I say warm up, I'm also including the you know the jumps, the hops, um, the med ball throws, the speed work. So let's just say this actual uh, warm up that I'm going to uh, describe could definitely uh, be something you do for a beginner uh, template, a work capacity template, a hypertrophy, a, a body comp hypertrophy template. So you know we'll we'll say it's a five day program. We'll say we're Five-day program will say Monday, Wednesday, and Friday are, are um, speed, power, strength days, if you want to call them that, and then Tuesday, Thursday are just our tempo days. So we'll say Monday and Friday, so day one and five essentially are linear days, and day three multi-directional day, and I said day two and four just tempo days. Um, so we'll say, and the focus is just zero to ten meters on both Friday, uh, Monday and Friday. So after your warm up, then we'll just say day one after your warm up, and say the warm up from day one, day five are the same. Uh, then on day one, with regards to your jumps, you could do um, non counter movement linear hurdle jumps, two sets of five, counter movement linear hurdle jumps, one set of five. Now you could do uh, box 
non-counter and counter movement box jumps there if you're inside in the gym but if you're outside in the field you might use the hurdle then the jumps may be paired up with a uh, med ball throw so you may go with a non-counter movement horizontal chest throw uh, overhand horizontal chest throw two sets of five and then you might go one set of five counter movement horizontal chest throw or so the proper title of that actually is non-counter movement overhand horizontal chest throw two sets of five counter movement overhand horizontal chest throw one set of five uh, so that'd be your day one then you might go into some acceleration wall drills and you might just hit you know uh, one set of five or one set of six 10 meter accelerations again because if this is a work if this is a beginner template work capacity template um body comp or hypertrophy your focus really isn't on uh, you know really developing acceleration your, your focus is either on just getting a beginner to learn the basics your focus could be on building work capacity your focus could be on getting body fat down your focus could be on building some size so you're kind of just again keeping a thread of that in there your day three then will be multi-directional so after your multi-directional warm-up you'll go into some um explosive hops and med balls again so on this day you may do uh, two non-counter movement lateral medial hurdle hops two sets of three and then counter movement lateral medial hurdle hops one set of three each leg paired up then with a half kneeling rotational throw three sets of five uh, you may even do two sets of five to save time so sometimes actually when I prescribe the, the jumps or plyos uh, with the med balls usually I pair them up for time's sake if I was doing let's say three total sets of jumps or plyos I may only do two rounds of throws just to save time so you may do that as well then you may go into your uh, wall drills with regards to the crossover and the shuffle um, so like wall drills what, what you do in a wall drill there's things called posture holes you might see so posture hold you know it's kind of hard to describe over podcasts but you're kind of getting per, uh, a person in a, a sort of uh, the top end position of the the wall drill so if it was an acceleration wall drill like on a linear day you're basically your knees your hips are separated one leg is pipe straight knee lifted up toes to the shin that, and you might say you're holding that for 15 seconds each leg then you may do something like load and lifts where you're kind of stretching the body out and then punching the knee up and then you might do um one count drills then with the multi-directional ones it's the same but you wouldn't do count drills because you can't really do the multi-directional wall drills you'll just do posture holds and load and lifts again i won't really get into it too much because it's hard to explain you have to see it then after that you'll just get into your multi-directional speed drills things like you know cover and shuffle crossover and cutting or directional step type stuff so you may do shuffle to base crossover to base directional step to base and that might be just pretty simple planned drills because again if it's a beginner template or just a work capacity or body comp hypertrophy again you're just keeping it pretty simple because again you don't need to spend a lot of time with this type of stuff because it's not the emphasis and Friday though would be the exact same as Monday. The only difference on Friday is instead of doing jumps, you might just do hops. So day five, because again the five day program, you know it's day three with regards to doing speed, power, and strength work. But it's day five of the overall program, including the two tempo days on the Tuesday, Thursday. Instead of doing jumps, you may do linear, uh, non counter movement, linear hurdle hops, two sets of five, and then counter movement, linear hurdle hops, one set of five, paired up with, you know, a uh, another med ball throw. You could stick with the same one you did on Monday or in this one I'm looking at here it's a, it's a non-counter movement underhand overhead backwards throw two sets of five and then uh, counter movement underhand overhead backwards throw one set of five now as I said you could do you could do one set of uh, you, you could go non-counter movement underhand overhead backwards throw one set of five counter movement under, underhand overhead backwards throw one set of five or you could just do both sets as a non-counter movement 
if you want to, and then you're going into an acceleration wall drill and then another 10 meter acceleration so you, again you might just do one set of five or one set of six 10 meter accelerations with about 60 seconds break in between each rep or maybe a tiny bit more so that's an example of uh, a warm-up and again by warm-up I mean not just a warm-up you know you, so that would be doing your self my fast release your FMS weak link whatever you're doing that day linear multi-directional then so that will come next whatever dynamic warm-up so dynamic linear warm-up on day one and five in this instance and multi-directional day three and then you're going into your explosive jumps on uh, day one you're going to explosive lateral medial hops on day three and explosive linear hops on day five then you're pairing those up with med ball throws then you're going to some wall drills and then you're going into your acceleration work on monday friday linear acceleration work monday friday and then multi-directional stuff on the wednesday so that is one way of program where you're just doing zero to tens uh, then when you get into a max strength block max strength usually correlates very very well to acceleration so you might do a little more volume in regards to acceleration work it's actually pretty much exactly the same stuff i said there except the only real difference is now instead of just doing one set of five or one set of six you may start doing like two sets of five with the linear acceleration type stuff so you're just getting a little more volume in with regards to the actual acceleration stuff that you're doing and um, also maybe with the wall drills you're starting to make them a little more complex in that you may start to add a little bit of resistance to the wall drill by putting a, a bungee cord around it or you may start instead of doing you may start introducing the count drills like uh, you know switch switch and you're driving one leg back and alternating the legs a bit hard to describe in a podcast uh, again you kind of need a video to, to visualize that a bit better um, I'm just trying to get the warm up here. Yeah, it's pretty much the same stuff here. So, the one I'm looking at here for the max strength, I'll just click this button so I can see it a bit better. So, again, it's the same day five, it's, or it's a five, five day program. Uh, one, three, and five are speed, power, speed, power, strength days. Day two and four are tempo days. In a strength block, your tempo volume will go down a little bit. Um, your tempo volume will be pretty high uh, in a work capacity block and a, a body comp block it would be fairly lowish in hypertrophy well lower in hypertrophy and it would be higher uh, or and it wouldn't be as high in a strength block as it would be in a work capacity or body comp temp block with a beginner program together depending on how how unfit the beginner was like uh, that would dictate how much tempo work you need to put in there um, but with this strength one, yeah, it's just exactly what I said here. So again, it's the five days I said. Day one here is a non-counter movement, linear hurdle jump, two sets of five, counter movement, linear hurdle jump, one set of five. That good, yeah. And then then we have the day one, non-counter movement, horizontal, overhand, horizontal, chest row, two sets of five, counter movement, overhand, horizontal, chest row, one set of five. Then we're going into our wall drills, then we're going into our linear speed work. And now instead of one set of six, it's a 10 meter acceleration, two set of five and it's a two point start here um, I mostly do a lot of my accelerations with two point starts with field based athletes and the multi-directional is the same as before yeah? so it's after the multi-directional warm we have non-counter movement non-counter movement lateral medial hurdle hops two sets of five counter movement lateral medial hurdle hops paired up with a uh, here actually it's a non-counter movement standing rotational throw two sets of five counter movement standing rotational throw instead of half meaning like it was on the other ones I described then going to wall drills and then going to your multi-directional skills um, and depending on the athlete you know the multi-directional stuff now could be a little more advanced in that you know instead of having it very planned out like you would with a beginner um, it could be a little more random like more to a signal so it depends on the person but again with your multi-directional stuff you're kind of covering shuffle crossover and directional step if it's a three-day program in four day you might cover like shuffle 
and cutting one day and you might cover crossover then on, on the other day if it was a four day program uh, but again you're, you're, you're and then your fifth your fifth day the day five is another linear day and the only difference is that it's going to be day five is non-counter movement uh, hurdle hops two sets of five non-counter and then uh, two sets of five and then counter movement hurdle hops one set of five and then you're going into pairing that up with non-counter movement underhand overhead backwards throw two sets of five counter movement underhand overhead backwards throw so it's exactly the same actually as I said before only difference is the only real difference in this warm up in comparison to the one I said for a beginner a work capacity one a body count by pressure one is just the linear the, the volume for li the linear the 10 meter linear accelerations is gone up that's basically it then when we start going into an explosive strength block that's generally where we're starting to focus on 0 to 20 meters so 0 to 20 meters again this stuff is kind of adapted from Alvar Meal <coughs> something in my throat so uh, with the explosive strength you're starting to focus more you're starting to head further out so you're starting to go out to 20 meters so we're starting to starting to incorporate a little more elastic work in the, into the jumps now. So the jumps are starting to actually turn into some uh, instead of explosives, they're starting to turn into more elastic type jumps. Um, so day one, like it's still so sit we're 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 staying here with a five day all the time. Where where one day one and five are linear accelerations day. Day three is multi-directional, and two and four are are uh, tempo days. And as I said, the tempo volume is fairly is very high, and a work capacity block and a body count block. It's it drops down pretty low in a hypertrophy block, and then it's kind of middle range then for all the other types of qualities: uh, strength, explosive strength, elastic extra strength, and speed. Um. So with our jumps and plyos here in an explosive strength block, uh, what we have here actually is a mixture of both explosive and elastic jumps and hops. So day one is a counter movement linear hurdle. Uh, jump four sets of five and then it's a double contact continuous linear hurdle jump one set of five so we're actually getting the body ready for more elastic type work because after explosive strength is developed we'll be looking to see what elastic reactive strength is like and if that is going to be the next quality to emphasize then we want to get the, the athlete ready for that sort of demand of elastic reactive work uh, the med ball throws then will be counter movement uh, counter movement overhand horizontal chest throw three sets of uh, five and then you could do a double contact overhand horizontal uh, chest throw one set of five so you're starting to introduce an elastic component that then you go into your wall drill then you go into your 20 meter accelerations two sets of five two points start roughly taking about two minutes between the reps and about four minutes or more between the sets uh, then on the day five it is a counter movement linear hurdle hop four sets of five and double contact continuous linear hurdle hop one set of uh, five each leg or that could be even a double contact um yeah that could be yeah double yeah sorry double contact continuous linear hurdle hop one set of five um that actually could be even one set of ten because when you start doing elastic type stuff you can actually put a little more volume into elastic type stuff so even with the double contact double contact continuous linear hurdle jumps on day one that could be a set of ten and then the double contact continuous linear hurdle hops um, they could be one set of ten as well uh, then the med ball throw would be a double contact or sorry a counter movement underhand backward overhead backwards throw three sets of five and then you could do a double contact underhand overhead backwards throw one set of five again adding a bit of an elastic component into those ones with a double contact then the day three multi-directional as we do that multi-directional warm-up we would be looking at counter movement ladder ladder meal hurdle hops four sets of three 
each leg and then double contact continuous lateral lateral medial hurdle hops one by five each leg then the med ball throw could be just a uh, counter movement standing rotation throw three sets of five and then continuous or elastic if you like standard rotation throw one set of ten and then you're going into some multi-directional stuff so the one actually I have here is you know a five meter acceleration into a five meter uh, shuffle and cut five meter acceleration into a crossover and cut back to base and then five meter acceleration directional step cut back to base so that's adding a little more um, complexity into the multi-directional skills so I'm hoping that's making a little better sense so essentially we have two linear acceleration days to one multi-directional day and then the days in between we have tempo runs so Monday Friday are acceleration days and then Wednesday is a multi-directional day Tuesday Thursday are tempo days then an elastic reactive block I'll just pull one up here now and then we'll do elastic reactive then we'll do strength or elastic or then we'll do speed here we go here now so this is a very high emphasis on plyometrics here uh, so you may do so it's purely elastic jumps here now uh, so elastic jumps and hops with some explosive and elastic med ball throws uh, mainly elastic type throws so you may go double contact day one again linear double contact continuous linear hurdle jumps and then you go continuous linear hurdle jumps so double contact continuous linear hurdle jumps you might do a set of 10 and then continuous linear hurdle jumps you might do 3 to 4 sets of 10 pair it up then with a uh, you might just do even one set you might do counter movement hor uh, overhand horizontal chest row one set of 5 and then you might do double contact um, double contact overhand horizontal chest row uh, two to three sets of five and then you're going into your wall drills and then you're going now into 30 meter uh, linear sprints now notice I said sprints rather than accelerations because for most field athletes they've kind of gotten into upright running posture by the time that most of them hit 20 meters a world class sprinter could stay accelerating to 30 meters or maybe even beyond but like most field athletes will have gotten up into that upright running posture by the time they've hit 30 meters uh, volume here is just two sets of five from a two-point start three, about three minutes rest in between each rep and about five to six minutes or more in between sets depending on your time limitations but again with speed always airing the side of more recovery rather than less the day five then again is just instead of doing jumps we're doing hops so it's a double contact continuous linear hurdle hop one set of ten and then continuous linear hurdle hop three or four sets of ten and then you're pairing that up with a counter movement underhand overhead, overhead backwards throw one set of five and then you're then you're doing a double contact underhand overhead backwards throw two to three sets of five um then the multi-directional day it's just the players are going to be double contact continuous ladder middle hops one set of five so sorry i said that a bit fast double contact continuous ladder middle hops one set of five each leg and then continuous ladder middle ladder middle hurdle hops three to four sets of five each leg then you compare that up with a continuous standing rotational throw three to four sets of ten and generally if I again as I said earlier on if I do like you know say if I was doing five total rounds of jumps or hops of some sort I'll generally only do about four rounds of the med ball throws to save a bit of time then we're going to those uh, multi-directional wall drills and again you can start to progress them by adding resistance to them with some bungee cords and then go into your multi-directional drills and how you progress multi-directional drills is make them more complex and then make them open chain rather than closed chain so go from plans multi-directional drills to more random multi-directional drills so for instance now i have five meter acceleration into five meter shuffle and cut the base and i have in brackets here random so we're, we're, we're again we're covering shuffle crossover directional step 
So we have here 5 meter acceleration into a 5 meter shuffle to cut to base. So you're going to accelerate 5 meters from a, from a base position. So you'll probably do a plyo step. You'll shuffle on a, on a signal from the coach. Then when the coach signals again, you'll cut and then you'll go back into base then. So, the, so you may accelerate towards the coach. The coach points to his left, which is your right. You shuffle. He points back to the right. You cut back now sh by shuffling back to your left and then sh back into your base position. And that's how you might do that. So it's a bit more random. And then you do that with crossover and directional step as well on that day. So that covers like uh, so at this at this moment with regards to the linear days, we're really focused on thirty meters uh, stuff around very very much elastic reactive type strength. Hope that's making a bit of sense. Then uh, a pure speed stuff is when we're starting to go thirty meters and beyond. So I just have forty meters down here, but you may even this may even apply to like flying starts, like flying thirties and stuff. That real top end speed, absolute speed stuff. Um. Pull up the here we go. Oh, that's elastic speed is what I want. Here we go. So it's when we're really focusing on speed, so absolute speed, anything like you know thirty meters and beyond, so or thirty to forty meters and beyond, real top end stuff. So you have day one and five again, your linear days. Uh, elastic jumps and hops this is where you may do so I have day one here continuous linear hurdle jumps this is where you may even do things like depth jumps uh, and actually the volume of the plyos drops back a tiny bit with the speed because your speed work now has like gone up so like I have day one here elastic uh, elastic jumps hops I have a uh, linear hurdle jumps continuous linear hurdle jumps three sets of ten on day one paired with a um, double contact overhand horizontal chest row just two sets of five and then we go into a wall drill, then we go into our 40 meter uh, sprints, two sets of five uh, from, from a two point start, four meters between reps and eight minutes between sets. And then the day five then is just good continuous linear hurdle hops instead of jumps, three sets of 10 each leg, paired up with a double contact, underhand overhead backwards throw, two sets of five, and then going into our wall drills again, and then our 40 meter sprint. Now on that day five, what you could do so on day one what you could do it's a, it's a it's a 40 meter linear linear sprint so there is an acceleration component to it you know you're going to accelerate and then get up into top right top right running uh, and then on that day five instead of doing the same thing you might do flying 30s so you're kind of jogging into it and then really hitting that top end speed so the wall drill on day one might be more acceleration emphasis because you're actually accelerating out and into that 40 meters and then your your day five will be more absolute speed type stuff. Multi-directional then you have your elastic hops, continuous lateral medial hurdle hops, three sets of five each leg, and then paired up with a continuous standing rotational throw, two sets of ten each side. So when we're doing more sort of explosive jumps and hops like non-counter movement, counter movement, double contact, double contact with, with stabilization. So double contact by stabilization is where you double contact the ground, jump over the hurdle or hop over the hurdle and stick again. We generally keep those at low reps, you know, any any generally in around five reps. When we start hitting more elastic type stuff like double contact continuous, continuous, depth drops, depth jumps, whatever you want to call them, uh, we generally go up higher in the volume. So I like so you'll see here continuous learn continuous linear hurdle jumps, I start going up to reps of like eight and ten, rather with the non-counter and counter movement like hurdle jumps, I would just do five. Same with the hops as well. I go up to ten with more elastic type stuff and with more sort of explosive non-counter counter type stuff I'll only do uh, fives generally same then on med ball throws even with the rotational med ball throw if it's a non-counter counter rotational throw for instance I'll just do two set of five really explosive but if we're doing continuous elastic type throws I'll start hitting tens 
then we'll hit those uh, multi-directional wall drills so the, the the cutting wall drill and the crossover wall drill and then we'll go into some multi-directional drills and at this stage they'll be random um just like you know you're going to accelerate the coach gives you a signal to you know go left go right or go back or go you know go back got a 45 degree cut and you're utilizing your shuffle crossover directional step so that's what we would do there now so what I, what I basically said there is that so there's a there's a sort of progression of um you know going from a 10 you know working on 10 meters out to 20 meters out to 30 meters out to 40 meters so essentially your kind of 10 meters is really you know stuff you may use more so in sort of a, as i said you know beginner template or maybe a work capacity template or a body comp or hypertrophy template but and then when you're kind of focused on real max strength because max strength absolute you know absolute maximum absolute strength really correlates that zero to ten so when you're really focused on that zero to ten that's kind of when you really focus on maximum strength too when you start hitting out to like 20 meters you're really starting to focus more on rate of force development explosive strength type stuff you know where you're doing a lot of uh, jumps and throws uh, and uh, olympic lifts if that's in your your coaching paradigm then kind of 30 onwards you're starting to hit more elastic type qualities and that's where you're starting to really focus on elastic reactive strength and true plyometric type stuff and adding a bit more of an elastic component into med ball throws like by taking a double contact or a jump or a run up into your throw or what you can even do is step off a little box and throw the ball as well to add a bit more of an elastic component into it and then 40 meters really you're kind of more absolute speed top end speed type stuff and again that's where you're really focusing on a lot of elastic jumps um, and that type of stuff now what you can also do and i've mentioned this in our, po in our podcast is kind of what the i've i got from athletes performance is that instead of instead of kind of that progression of you know you're spending you're you're, specific, you're specifically focusing on zero to ten for a specific block of training then zero to twenty then zero to thirty then zero to forty they might have within the one block of training so let's say again we'll take a five-day program and they might say right uh, monday wednesday friday monday is an acceleration day linear acceleration day wednesday is our multi-directional day and friday is our absolute speed day so they're actually having that all in one go so you may do like zero to tens or you know even you know zero to 15 or maybe zero to 20s in the acceleration day and then kind of on the absolute speed day the, the friday you might be doing like flying 30s or just more kind of top end absolute speed type work and again when, and that wednesday that day three will be absolute speed and then your tuesday thursday could still be tempo work you know how much tempo work depends on the, the focus of the of the phase um what else i was going to say something else there now the other thing that i would just want to mention and i hope I, I hope i can make this sort of clear enough is that i said with with a with a so take away a beginner template because beginner template obviously indicates that it's beginner but with regards to a work capacity template a body composition template and a hypertrophy template that doesn't mean that the person doing that has to only do zero to ten meters now um i'm just saying that most people who who are doing those type of qualities may be more type of beginners but you can get people and i mentioned this one of the other podcasts where i was saying you might have you know a very very explosive athlete and his two main lacking biomotor qualities are his work capacity and his elastic reactive strength like i was saying I, I think i gave an example of an athlete who was like really strong very explosive uh like he's so his nutrition and supplementation and you know his sleep his circadian cycles and his mental attitude were dialed in his fms was decent but his work capacity wasn't great his body composition was great his hypertrophy he was a big guy didn't need any more muscle mass he was strong and explosive his elastic reactive stuff wasn't great his acceleration was brilliant because you know he was so strong and explosive but his absolute top end speed wasn't great so essentially this guy needed to look at 
uh, work capacity and then elastic reactive stuff so what, the example I gave was that this guy if he had two blocks two 40 blocks block A block B he'd do work capacity with <clears throat> with introductory loads of elastic reactive type stuff in his plyos and in his med balls and in his speed work so that guy in, in a work capacity block he was doing like things like you know uh, 40 meter uh, sprints but they were like kind of he was accelerating hard for 20 and then maintaining for 20 on, on his day one then on his day five he was doing low volume flying 30s so that was a work capacity block but yeah he wasn't just doing zero to ten so i just want to make sure that people don't think that oh if you're in a work capacity block you only need to do zero to ten like that i was just kind of giving an example kind of hard to explain over a podcast but i hope that's kind of making some sort of sense yeah i probably need to be sitting down with someone and kind of going through it it's kind of hard to know or express or put into words what exactly it makes sense in my mind what, what i'm what i'm thinking it's kind of hard to to, to conceptual not conceptualize it but to say it in words so people understand essentially it's just not it's not as a, it's not as black and white as okay this guy's work capacity and on and on and you might see a work capacity template that i have and it says oh we're just doing we're just doing 10 meter accelerations because if again if i have an athlete and and you know block a is a work capacity emphasis block b is an elastic reactive emphasis because again this would be an athlete whose maximum strength levels are fucking brilliant his explosive strength levels are great with the with the performance indicators that we have in place that i've spoken about before uh we need to make sure then that that there's a nice smooth transition from the work capacity block into that elastic reactive block so that's why we'll be doing more sort of elastic type jumps um, like you know maybe some like double contact continuous type stuff in the work capacity block and doing some just low level you know absolute speed type stuff in his work capacity block so that by the time he shifts into that elastic reactive block and absolute speed block emphasis that he's his body has already been introduced to these loads and it can handle more volume of those loads when he, when he goes into it so it's not a case of so i want to make it very clear it's not a case that you know you're going to get an athlete and you're going to go right this athlete has to do a work capacity block then he has to do a body comp block then he has to do a hypertrophy block then a strength block that's not the case what you're always going to do is you're going to test your athlete out and you got um, what you do is you you you're going to develop the most lacking buyer motor quality uh that needs immediate attention and if you go back to the athletic development hierarchy where again the athletic development hierarchy the the basic premises premise of the hierarchy is that all of the preceding qualities support the succeeding qualities higher up in the hierarchy we know then that from your performance testing or any any of the testing that you do you give attention to the most lacking biomotor quality on the hierarchy and you give it to the specific quality that is closest to the foundation of the hierarchy so for instance i'll just go quickly through the hierarchy again in case someone hasn't listened to any previous podcasts at the base of that hierarchy we have our nutrition supplementation circadian rhythms which is our sleep patterns lifestyle and our basic mental emotion and spiritual well-being or our psychological outlook on life then we have on top of that our movement quality that's where fms comes in then we have our work capacity then we have our body composition then we have now i want to make something clear here as well by, by body composition i don't actually mean I don't necessarily mean like the actual body fat on our body i mean body composition training where we're really doing metabolic type training should come after the first three things that i've mentioned there so it should come after it should come after the the, the nutrition the supplementation the circadian rhythms lifestyle and the psychological health of the person then the movement quality and the work capacity then we go into if someone needed to really get ripped or for some reason needs to shred down then you go into some uh body composition type training then you may go into a hypertrophy block if it was needed then you go into max strength and then max strength then obviously then supports explosive strength then that supports elastic reactive qualities and then that supports 
true uh, linear speed and multi-directional speed. So for instance, again, you could get an athlete who, who, uh, whose most lacking buyer motor quality is his, um, let me see, is his absolute speed and his elastic reactive capabilities. Apart from that though, he has he's you know he takes his nutrition serious he takes his sleep serious he takes his recovery serious he has a good psychological outlook in life fms standards he moves well enough he his aerobic capacity is very good uh his body composition levels are good so he doesn't need to do a heavy body comp block uh of training he doesn't need to put any muscle mass on he's big enough for the sport he plays he's very strong he's very explosive but his elastic reactive capabilities aren't great his ac linear acceleration is great because he's strong he's explosive but his absolute speed is not great and his multi-directional speed is okay so for this guy you just need to focus on elastic reactive qualities that's what he would focus on so there's no need to say this you know there's no need to go around in circles having to you know focus on things that don't need to focus because I, I know even myself i used to look at all temp all kind of ways of looking at training and you'd be like oh we used to do a work capacity work capacity block and then a, you know a strength block and then a power sword block and that's not the case you, you, you look at your hierarchy you look at all those biomotor qualities on a heart all the qualities and biomotor qualities in a hierarchy because you know you got to consider things as well like nutrition and supplementation and circadian cycles and lifestyle so they're not technically biomotor qualities so really it's qualities and biomotor qualities on the hierarchy you got to look at those uh qualities you got to have objective baselines or tests for these for these qualities and more qualities and decide which one needs immediate attention given its position on the hierarchy so for instance again if you had someone who if you had someone who who was very slow okay so they're not fast but they're also weak you're gonna you're obviously going to uh, give more attention to strength training because we know that strength will make you faster if you're weak so th that's why the hierarchy is so important it's so important to understand the hierarchy but again, if you it, with that same athlete, if you have an athlete right who has all of the qualities in place before the, before maximum strength, so again, you know the the nutrition and the supplementation and the sleep and the lifestyle are in place. Uh, his movement quality is actually very good. He's actually aerobically very fit, um, and you know he's he's lean. He doesn't need to put on money. He doesn't really need to put on too much muscle mass. He may he could do put on a bit of size. Say he's a skinny kid, needs a bit of size on, and he needs to get stronger. And he's just slow as well. He's not explosive and he's not elastic and he's slow. Well, we, we you know it would make no sense for us to just start doing loads of absolute speed training or acceleration training or multi-directional stuff or loads of plyos or uh, loads of explosive jumps because he's weak and we know that strength is underpins all of those qualities strength underpins explosive strength elastic reactive strength um, um acceleration absolute speed and multi-directional speed so that's you know that's why it's very important to understand the hierarchy and very important to understand that that you need to have objective markers that will guide your training and really uh, you'll just have more i just think your program will make more sense you know what i mean it, it just drives your 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 program design and periodization and just your general management and, and just it's just a better way to organize and manage programs to, to have that sort of method i believe anyway i'm not saying that i'm right uh, but just going back over those warmers where I was saying you know you kind of had this nice little model of oh we focus on zero to ten then we focus on zero to twenty then we focus on zero to thirty and then zero to thirty plus or forty plus, you can do it. I said that uh, uh, that at least performance model of one day is linear acceleration day, one day is multi-directional type drills, and then the other day is absolute speed stuff. That is another way of doing it. So I kind of just wanted to cover that, and I've already gone thirty-five minutes on here. So. And I was supposed to talk about body composition templates, so I'll quickly go over some body composition templates which I have here in front of me. 
Yeah, and if you listen to the last episode on the um, work capacity templates, the body comp templates that I have are exactly the same. The only difference is, is that I have right here in front of me a slide. The work capacity is lighter intensity with regards to the repetition maximum lifted. So with, with regard to load that you're lifting, it's more overall time dedicated to work capacity blocks. So it's less intensity, but it's more volume. And there's there's little there's not as much recovery required from a metabolic standpoint or even a central nervous system standpoint with work capacity. Whereas body composition is far more intense with regards to weight lifted because you're trying to induce more of a metabolic response. It's less overall time needed for each session because it's so metabolically demanding and it actually takes more time to recover from uh, from sessions. So body composition training is the only time with an athlete, an athlete that is an alactic aerobic athlete, that you want to induce um, a lot of metabolic sort of waste products, if you like, that you're actually trying to induce uh, a sort of training effect that requires a lot of metabolic recovery. We don't want that at any other time. Like you never want to metabolically destroy an athlete if you're focusing on like strength or explosive power or last react strength or acceleration or absolute speed or multi-reaction speed because they are purely alactic activities and alactic uh, when you're training anything that's of an alactic nature you want quality always quality over quantity okay alactic tr the training of alactic qualities is very intense on the central nervous system but it doesn't produce a lot of metabolic byproducts that real true body composition lactate type training would that is why things like in high intensity interval training works for body composition because it induces things like epoch you know a higher body temperature a higher uh, respiratory rate and a higher uh, heart rate that takes anywhere from depending on the research you look at 24 to 72 hours to get back to baseline levels so it requires a shit ton of recovery from a metabolic standpoint uh, body composition training and that's fine if body composition training or body composition goals are your goal but that is not what we want to do when we're focusing on other qualities that are of an alactic nature because first of all you're not doing any alactic type stuff if you're really kind of putting people through like the heavy leg white lung type workout where it's very lactate inducing you're uh you're, you're hitting the wrong energy systems there all together and you're just impeding recovery big time like you will blow athletes up or burn them out if you keep going with like lactate type work i say lactate but really there's a huge aerobic component to it but like it's you know i'm saying lactate because i think people can relate to that anything that obviously that is going to have a prolonged period of time of like you know 30 seconds on 30 seconds off and it doesn't do a lot of lactate or whatever you want to call it, hydrogen ions or whatever it is is going to have a huge aerobic component too but that type of work is going to cause a lot of metabolic recovery uh, it can if it's abused it can cause fatigue to the central nervous system and uh in the long run it just takes far too much recovery for uh, out of out of specific individual's body and it's the wrong type of energy system to be trained anyway if you're focusing on things that are of an alactic nature like maximum strength explosive strength where we're focusing on rate of force development elastic reactive qualities and then we have you know linear speed or absolute uh, absolute speed or multi-directional speed so i just want to make that very clear okay so uh, because again sorry just before i move on because our job as as physical preparation coaches is to get our athletes from from uh, point A to point B, so from the start of their goal to their goal, um, we're, it, it, our goal is to get them to their goal in, in the most efficient manner possible. It's about getting our athletes from point A to point B with the least amount of accumulated fatigue as possible. It's, it's about getting them as fit as possible with the least amount of accumulated fatigue. That is our goal, so it is.
so I always use an analogy actually for that to make that more clear the car analogy so essentially if you had two cars car one and car two and you're going from point A to point B car one takes the motorway it takes car A car one to get from A to B 20 minutes but car B or car two what am I saying here sorry let me start again so there's car one and car two people are like this guy is making no sense so we've got car one and car two point A point B car one takes the motorway takes 20 minutes to get to point B car two takes the back roads it takes 40 minutes to get to point B car one took a far more efficient way to get to point B and has way more fuel left in the tank and you know quote unquote has less fatigue accumulated whereas car uh, two got it got to point B alright but it took a back road it took 40 minutes it took the harder route you know the, the harder route uh, has less fuel left in its tank therefore it has more accumulated fatigue even though both cars got to point B car one has less fatigue has more fuel left in its tank whereas car two has less fuel in the tank has more fatigue accumulated because it went the harder way about it so the key thing I'm trying to get across is it's all about efficiency we're trying to get our athletes from point A to point B from the start of their goals to their goals in the most efficient manner possible anyway body composition templates I won't go through the warm stuff before I mentioned that, but so here's a few uh, very similar to the uh, to the work capacity. The only difference is you're going to lift more weight. So we have an, an escalating density training session here. So you might go in, hit a power clean or a hang clean or some type of Olympic lift. If it's a beginner or someone who's not too proficient in this type of stuff, it would just be technique work. If it's someone else who just needs to lose weight but they're well able to Olympic lift, it's just maintaining just maintaining the Olympic lift, maintaining some explosive strength. Three sets of five, then it's a back squat, three sets of five. So that's our A and our B. Then our C1, C2 is anywhere from 8 to 15 minutes of a circuit. It's a back squat paired up with a dumbbell row. It's a 10RM of each and it's 5 repetitions. And on this you will start to fatigue. So you might get, for let's say it's a 10 minute circuit, you might for the first 6 get 5 and 5. And then you start hitting 4 and 4 and 3 and 3 and 2 and 2. And eventually you may start hitting 1 and 1. This is a real lung buster of a workout. Then your second circuit may be D1, D2, kettlebell swings and a dumbbell press. Uh, same anywhere from 8 to 15 minutes so over a three week period you might progress from 8 10 12 or 10 12 and a half 15 or you know yourself whatever you're going to do it could be even 10 12 14 depending on what you're doing i usually do 8 10 12 i, I go less time in this and i wouldn't work past because it's just way more uh there's way more sort of uh it's way more tense like you're just it's it's a harder it's way more intense because there is more weight lifted so that makes it more intense but it's more there is more intensiveness actually with rate, rate of perceived exertion as well then at the end of each one of these you can do some more interval based condition that's true sort of lactate more induced type stuff lactate aerobic type stuff you know like 30 30 going balls out for 30 and then resting for 30 that type of stuff that was a day one example one day two example one yeah it might do an Olympic lift variation again 3 by 5 a bench variation 3 by 5 that's A and B escalating density circuit then C1 C2 C1 is a Romanian deadlift C2 push up uh, and again 5 5 so you you pick a 10RM if it's an external loaded if it's body weight you just go body weight and you just go, you keep going 5 reps 5 reps 5 reps 5 reps if you start fatiguing you start hitting 4 4 3 3 2 2 1 1 if necessary and you keep going for a lot of time so again anywhere from 8 to 15 minutes I have down here then the D1, D2 circuit is a half million uh, two arm cable row, 10RM with a barbell, with a bit of split squat, 10RM, just keep going 5-5, five, five. then core and then some condition at the end. And then the day three is another Olympic variation, it's A, B, pull up or chin up variation, three by five in both of those, C1, C2, escalating density training. Uh, so it's escalating density training for all this, this example here, it's a three day program, this is the last one in the gym. C1 trap bar deadlift, C2 overhead press variation, both 10RMs, 5-5. Five, five. Um, 
Who's texting me? Someone about the gym on a Saturday afternoon, huh? Um, then we have D1, D2 is barbell reverse lunge with TRX row variation, 10 around the barbell versions, body weight TRX row, uh, and then we have core and then condition at the end. I'll try and stick these up in the PDF so people can see them. Then template to body weight, uh, body composition day one, example two. Again, Olympic variation, three by five, trap or deadlift, I have it down here actually for three by six. You can do three by five, three by six, something in, in that range. Then we have a circuit of four to six rounds. It's C1 through to C4. Uh, it's a trap bar deadlift it's a one arm dumbbell or kettlebell overhead press a barbell reverse lunge and a, one arm, a half meter one arm cable row and it's all it's 8 to 12 repetitions so you're aiming for 12 and then as you fatigue you can start dropping to 8 then you rest for 1 to 2 minutes and then you go again now I actually have it C1, C1 through to C4 and then I have core work as separate but you could make a C5 there and put the core work in then it's uh, and then you do your info base train at the end so there's, there's some condition as well at the end of this that I'll cover at the very end then example two, day two, Olympic lift again, three five, bench variation as the B, three by six in this variation, or in this example, then a circuit again, four by six, again the reps are eight to twelve, and the circuit C1 through C4 is a barbell split squat, a dumbbell row, uh, I have actually a glue ham race here, or a TRX gliding leg curl, I actually really like TRX gliding leg curls, I, I think it's something that people don't do, and I really like them, where you're holding on to the TRX, and you're just pulling through with your heels and going back, that smokes your hamstrings, Um. I need to fix something there in that slide. And then a dumbbell press variation. So that's your four. So generally with the circuits, it's like, you know, a knee dominant, a pull, a hip dominant, a push. And then you can, then you can, you rest one to two minutes. You try and get incomplete rest here. And then you go through the circuit again for anywhere from four to six rounds. And again, you do core at the end if you want. And then, uh, sorry, my phone's going off there again. Um, core again and then your condition again if you wanted to go C1, C2, C3, C4 and then C5 as the core so again you might go knee dominant pull, hip dominant, push core whether it's anterior rotation you could do that as well in this example I have the core separate um, then the day 3 example 2 again Olympic lift is your A lift 3 sets of 5 I have down here B is chin pull up 3 sets of 6 and a circuit 4 sets of 6 Fourth, sorry, circuit is anywhere from four to six rounds. So you might do four rounds, you might do six rounds. So week one, you might do four rounds. Week two, you might do five rounds. Week three, you might do six rounds. That could be the progressive overload. Then it's a back squat, TRX row, remain deadlift, push up as your four exercises done back to back. Rest one to two minutes, do a core at the end, and then some lactate based conditioning. I have actually a misprint on that. So I'm going to fix that now. It is a windy day here in Dublin. I hear the wind blow. Can you hear that wind blowing through my door? things are for stalling now come on powerpoint there we go okay last two examples we have day one example three again same a and the b so the a is always the olympic liberation the b is always some sort of strength lift generally day one is a lower body day day two is usually a push day day three is usually a pull day with the upper body so we have a here olympic lift three by five b trap bar three by six then we have a time circuit two rounds of eight to 50 minutes and it's a 15 rm so the circuit again is C1 through to C4. It's a trap bar deadlift, overhead press variation, barrel reverse lunge, TRX row. 10 reps is your aim, and you can drop down to 5 reps if you want. You go from anywhere from 8 to 15 minutes, depending on the time allocated. You rest then, 
for a certain period of time generally three to five minutes and you do the same circuit again so you do the second time again for whatever it is eight ten twelve maybe even 15 minutes and you do core at the end and then you do your condition and again you could put core in there as a c5 if you wanted to uh, day two again olympic lift a bench then is the b uh, time circuit two same again it's two rounds of anywhere from eight to 15 minutes 15 rm load and then it's times a split squat a row it's a trx leg curl or some sort of uh that could be a slideboard leg curl too and then dumbbell press and again 10 reps of your aim you can drop down to five as you fatigue do core conditioning at the end and then day three olympic lift b is the chin pull up time circuit then two rounds of 8 to 15 minutes 15 rm and the circuit is c1 through to c4 back squat push up variation Romanian deadlift and then half medium face pulls and again 10 reps of the aim you can drop to 5 is fatigue so it's, it's a kind of a variation on escalating density training it's just that it's, it's a higher sort of rep range and that's very high rep range slightly just done differently final one here then body composition day 1 example 4 A again the limit of B is a trap right out of 5 and then it's a circuit of anywhere from 20 to 30 minutes it's C1 through to C5 it's a trap bar deadlift, 30 seconds on, 30 seconds off in week one, 35 seconds on, 25 seconds off week two, 40 seconds on, 20 seconds off on week three. So that's that's the same for all exercises. So I'll just start it again. So C1, then it's trap bar deadlift, C2 is an overhead press variation, C3, barbell reverse lunge, C4, half kneeling, two arm, high cable row, and then you have an anterior core exercise like a rollout, a body saw, a plank, a dumb, uh, a plank row, a stir the pot, a stability ball rollout, you, know, you name it, whatever sort of anterior core, a walkout. Um, and again, so the progression is 30, 30, week one, 35, 25, week two, and 40, 20, week three. I really like this template because the progressive overload, the, the session length will not change. And the progressive overload is kind of already, you know, it's by, by it's, it's done within the actual circuit itself. So that the, it really, I've used the, the work capacity version of this with some teams where, you know, where you're kind of, I don't know, maybe some guys out there notice with coaching that, uh, you know, if you're allocated like maybe an hour, hour and a half and you're like you know my progressive overload can't be can cannot be uh time related like i can't increase volume by duration so i'm going to have to do it by either decreasing rest periods or manipulating work to rest ratios or adding more weight obviously is another way but that's i really like this template day two then is a so this is day two example four olympic lift three by five uh bench press variation three by five or six circuit 20 30 minutes same progression of 30 30 30 25 40 20 circuit then is the split squat variation knee dominant dumbbell row horizontal horizontal row or dumbbell row horizontal uh, pull kettlebell swing hip dominance uh dumbbell press variation horizontal push and then we have c5 is the lateral rotational core progression and then we finish off with our interval based conditioning uh by interval based conditioning i actually have then lactic capacity type stuff you know real sort of kind of 30 30 the stuff that gives you the white lung and heavy burning legs type stuff then the last one here, day three, example four, Olympic lift three, five, chin pull up three, six, three by five or six. Then the circuit again is about 20, 30 minutes. So you may just do four or six rounds depending. I generally only go 20 minutes in this for most people because it's fairly intense. Yeah, you can do a back squat. It actually says back squat push up here. That is a typo. Back squat push up. What type of exercise is that? Back squat. So you see, see one through the C5. Back squat, T-Rex row variation, uh, remaining deadlift push up and anterior core. So again, like the circuits are always like, you know, you know, in this instance, back squat, knee dominant, row, uh, horizontal, uh, or horizontal pull, remaining deadlift, hip dominant, push up, horizontal push, and then cores either anterior, lateral, rotational, you know, whether it's, whether it's anti-extension or anti-rotation or rotational, whatever you want to type in there. It's up to yourselves. Oh, what did I hit there? 
and then an example then of some like lactic capacity interval examples um i've got basic ones here i've got week one is eight minutes week two ten minutes week three twelve minutes and then week four deload six minutes uh it's just two exercises it's body weight squats paired up with rope slams so week one is eight minutes it's four rounds of 30 30 so you go 30 se 30 seconds of rope slams rest 30 seconds sorry 30 seconds of body weight squat jumps rest 3 seconds 30 seconds of rope slams rest 3 seconds do that 4 times of each so 8 total minutes then you just do that for 5 minute, five total rounds week 2 6 total rounds week 3 uh, so the progression actually is a time is a time progression and then you have kettlebell swings with standing med ball slams is another it's the exact same progression again just using 2 exercises so there's an A option and a B option so there is some body composition templates I'll try and put these in PDF because you know if you can look at them while you're following I think you'd I think that would make sense for people. I'm, just, I'm finding typos all over these slides. It's good. Yeah. Uh, so just even a body composition. So I have the weekly setup here in front of me. So Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So actually this is a six-day option or six-day template where Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday are tempo days where it's tempo med ball or uh, tempo runs or tempo med ball, one or the other. And what we have here is after our warm-ups, we have Monday is a low volume to low intensity or even high intensity explosive elastic jumps or hops. Oh, hold on a second, there's someone coming in the door. So Monday we have after a warm-up, low volume to lower high intensity explosive elastic jumps or hops, anywhere from 15 to 20 repetitions. Then we have very low volume, medium intensity explosive throws, anywhere from 10 to 15 reps. Then we have our linear speed. If we're just doing 10 meters, it could be just 50 to 80 meters total volume. Then we have our Olympic lifts, low volume, high intensity, anywhere from 12 to 15 repetitions, like, you know, three sets of three, four sets of three, sorry, four sets of three, five sets of three, three sets of five, something like that. Then we have very low volume, high intensity strength, 15 to 18 repetitions, three sets of five, three sets of six. Then we have our high volume intensity body body composition circuits. Now by medium intensity, I'm talking about intensity on the nervous system. While it's intensity, it's intense with regards to metabolic demands. It's not actually that intense with regards to central nervous system unless you do a shit ton of it and burn, out, burn yourself out. But this is only for a block of training. And generally we're only going from about, you know, only 30 to 35 minutes total time with regards to the body composition type training. Uh, Wednesday then is after a warm up we have our low volume low intensity high intensity explosive elastic hops anywhere 15-20 repetitions then we have very low volume intensity throws explosive throws anywhere from 10 to 15 reps then we have our multi-directional speed drills very low volume high intensity then we have our low volume high intensity Olympia lift anywhere from 15 reps top volume strength work then very low volume high intensity 15 to 18 reps and then again our body composition circuits 30 to 45 minutes um then friday last day we have our very low volume low intensity high intensity low or high intensity explosive last jumps or hop and remember what i said the last time if it's a beginner or someone who hasn't got that much experience but you know they're just doing this body composition block they'll just be doing like low volume explosive jumps or plyometrics and um, mainly it'll just be some sort of jump where they're jumping or hopping on a box or over hurling stick and landing but if it's someone who is actually pretty strong and actually who is pretty explosive but not very elastic and they need to lose a bit of body fat for whatever reason uh, they could be doing a body composition block and then going into some more sort of elastic reactive type stuff or speed work where where we're trying to just get in some introductory loads of elastic jumps so that's why it's saying that it could be explosive or elastic type jumps or hops 
Uh, total volume maybe 15 20 repetitions then very low volume to meet intensity explosive throws 10 to 15 reps very low volume high intensity speed then if again if we're only doing 0 to 10 could be 50 to 80 meters total volume then we have low volume high intensity limit 15 repetitions then very low volume high intensity strength 15 to 18 reps and then finally the body composition circuits on friday so that covers the stuff for today i'll try and stick that stuff up in a pdf and hopefully it makes some sense i think when you're if i get the pdf up and you're watching it it'll make sense like so that's it for today guys uh i'll get into hypertrophy some hypertrophy stuff the next day uh take care stay strong and be well